Podcast Network Asia. You are listening to First Metro Securities Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast, where we feature timely and relevant discussions on the Philippine stock market and the economy in the hope of providing you investing and trading guidance. Here's your host, Royce Aguilar, from the Research Department at First MetroSec. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Royce Aguilar, Department Head for Retail Research of First Metro Securities. So this is the Philippine Stock Market Tapak. Of course, we're holding it today, you know, June 27, and I will tell you later the explanation. But nevertheless, let's get started with the presentation. Right? So do you show what happened in June 2020? What to watch out for next month? Updated costs on select stocks, right? You, you, you notice in the past two months, we've been showing instead instead of our stock picks, which we will we highlight later, we will mention to you what are the reports that we recently updated on, right? Then some traders' playbook highlights. So what happened in June 2023 so far? We, have, we still have two days left, but so far in June 2023, the PSI is higher by 0.4% to close at 6,502 earlier. But year to date, the PSI is down by 1%. So what supported the market? So there's this lower U.S. inflation, the middle of June, it when it was disclosed, that further supported the rally in U.S. markets. Of course, we're still underperforming relatively as compared to global, especially in U.S., the bull market. Na. But that, that still gave equities market that, that level of support na may perhaps baka mag-pause na baka mag-continue to pause moving forward at yung central banks. But of course, for US, it's still a question na they might raise rates daw by July and September. So let's see. Nevertheless, it's a welcome development because inflation has been an issue for us in the past months and years, di ba? Of course, higher than expected oil remittance also supported the market. What the mid mid made the market pull back though, di ba? There were several reasons bakit nag-underperform yung new market. So, like I've mentioned, implications of the Fed's signal of two or more rate hikes by end 2023, diba? like, like in terms of consensus, they might raise rates by July and September. Of course, that's as of now. Let's see if it will change. Of course, yung, yung risk kasi there, guys, if, if mag-raise ng rates yung Fed, and assumption is BSP will continue to keep rates steady, that will put downward pressure sa dollar, ay sa peso especially in the third quarter where these rates might be anticipated or might occur. So, baka nga, like I mentioned sa mga publicly sa TV interviews, na baka fourth quarter we might rally pa, not third quarter. Kasi given these questions that has yet to be answered kung whether the Fed will raise rates sa July, September, right? And of course, recently or latter part of last week, consumer stocks led by URC Mondes slipped following news of the government's plan to impose taxes on salty snacks, junk food, and sugar buildings. Interestingly, Simon din naman daw, yung artisan instant noodles <clears throat> are not part of that list na likely being post taxes on. So that's why perhaps Monday rebounded also. Well, CURC also rebounded, but let's see. Kasi for URC, they might they might be directly impacted. Nevertheless, fun fact, for us, <clears throat> it's still a buy call. No? Um, I will elaborate later on. And then we saw FTSE rebalancing downweight na naman, guys, di ba? So may MSA rebalance in the previous month. And then FTSE, so hindi na natapos yung rebalancing downweight. So that impacted us. So in terms of share price, you can see how 6.4 continues to be a support level. There might be some overshoot here and there. Like what happened on Friday, 
but it proved the 64 proved to be support again and rebound immediately yesterday monday and then today healthy pullback so far so of course what we're looking at is at least to trade above those key moving averages the 50 100 200 day but if you ask us in terms of what we want to happen or what should happen for for the rebound to be sustainable is if it trades above 68 and we're talking about the market no? so what do you watch out for in the month of July. So not much changes as compared to last month. Inflation data, perennial will inflation continue to slow down. And in general, we want to see the data in US lean towards na makontinue yung pause. Right? Because if makontinue yung pause, perhaps makontinue yung rally sa US. And of course, the global equities market will be affected positively as well. In banking crisis, there's something that will come next. I will not remove it here. Because the thing is, if the previous crisis, it starts with one sector and then other sectors get affected eventually. And it's still it's still like a, a thesis that a lot of investors are trying to solve. Na ba? San, san yung next na, na issue will come from? Or perhaps not sa US lang ba? Europe? Perhaps Asia, China? Right? Geopolitics, especially Russia, na muntik na matuloy yung Yung coup, the bank coup d'etat, right? But it didn't push through. But nevertheless, there's this tension now that perhaps that questions how powerful Putin is, right? So that will that blow over, right? So that's the reason we should continue to watch out for. Tapos earnings already. Well, for the Philippines, it's mostly in August, but at the latter part of July, you will see select banks there property names that might release corporate earnings. But for the US, marami na yan, especially July, kasi tapos na yung first half of the year, right? So expect movements related to corporate earnings. In terms of economic data, the usuals for Philippines inflation on July 5th, um, all remittances on 17th, and employment rate July 7th. For the US, July 12th, and then central bank interest rate decision July 27th. It's, it's just an important interest rate meeting especially kung mag-raise rates or not, job support July 7. So expect like the, the movement between you dollar and peso to be volatile as uh, July 27 interest rate decision comes. Tapos meron sa Japan ECB same week. But the first data that will come out in terms of data is the PMI on Monday, next Monday. So here are our updated calls on select stocks. We have three, right? So first is si Jollibee, right? And target price namin is 275 If you take a look at Jollibee, no, we, our positive views per is on mid-teens system by sales to growth. So meaning, kung mid-teens, parang Asian, di ba? So mid, mid-teens, like mid, 13 to 17, right? And it's amid the reacceleration of store openings, upward price adjustments, post-COVID resurgence. And with margins continue to improve despite rising operation, operating expenses and higher advertising promotional spend. Tingin namin yung margins will improve, gains from business transformation program. And before kasi, diba, we didn't like Jollibee as much because sobrang loss-making ng Smashburg and Coffee Bean. But right now, we, we saw a turnaround and it's now positively contributing. So it, it's, it's uh, something that, that could be uh, a good to hold, especially at this type of market environment that we have to be picked. For URC, target price is 160. But this is one name that got affected sa recent na news regarding yung sa taxes on salty snacks. So, we did like a, like a estimate, no? In worst case scenario, baka yung target price namin maging 154, etc. Well, we have to further evaluate, right? But it's not official. Nevertheless, the target price is 160, and it's still a buy as compared to current levels, di ba? So it's still a buy for us. 
and margins are moving in the right direction, especially we expect gross margins to recover as commodity prices ease, price increases likely to remain sticky. But of course, if price increases sa URC, right, where they marginally increase their price, and the Philippine peso stabilizes, especially come fourth quarter, right? Simon Denise naman, it's a hold for us. Previously, kasi target price namin dito is 16, right? So it, it, now it's 8.9. It's still a hold for us. Now, there's still things that we have yet to see for us to turn bullish. But the point is we further downgraded our earnings estimates by 28% in 2023 and 18% in 2024 to reflect this downsized coin business and the apparent shift in revenue earnings drivers to its Asia-Pacific branded food business operations where competition is high, diba? So the question there is when when do we turn bullish? Diba? When do we turn bullish is should the Asia Pacific branded food business provide more the stable defensive earnings team? We prefer to see stronger growth at the EBIT. EBIT is earnings before interest and taxes. So we prefer to see stronger growth at the EBIT level to offset losses from corn. But in corn, kasi, that the expectation from corn before in a meat alternative business will change the game. They didn't quite occur as expected, right? So we prefer corn to revert to profitability alongside gear invisible demand drivers. So right now right. So again, showing you our year in target so far, 6,700. Keep in mind though, in the next months we might update that. No, we might update the year in target namin, But nevertheless, these are the top three themes. Theme one, CNPF RHI URC under defensive names. CREIT MREIT RCR under beneficiaries of central bank pivot. This is this is the, the second team is something that you could take advantage even now, especially once you hear the language sa baka magcut ng rates by next year. Yung rates yung magbenefit from that. And of course, the stock market is forward looking. They might it might be priced in already once we see already na baka magcut na yung central banks. But of course, right now that's not yet the language, right? And then RLC and SECB for undervalued names. So, so continue to watch out for our next uh, events, especially as we've shared probably an updated uh, strategy. So in terms of key traders playbook reports, see ASEN. See ASEN has been, we released this like uh, June 23, right? Yung ASEN dropped by for over 40% year to date. Grabe, right? Yung drop niya, it even traded at Oversold levels are set as low as 22.6. <clears throat> but for us though, if you take a look at the chart, diba, sobrang downtrend niya. And if you want to be a bargain hunter, you can buy kasi oversold levels. But if you want to be a bit more conservative about it, you can buy once it breaks above its resistance level. So perhaps 5.96 pesos. And then set na lang uh, a take profit level uh, and cut loss na at least that follows the risk to reward ratio of 1 is to 2. Okay? So that's for ASEN. I think... It, it's something to take advantage of. And so, see, ASEN Corp. Next is Green Energy. Interestingly, see, Green Energy, diba? We, we made this call on June 22. And it, it did pull back earlier. I think it was the ex-state kasi ng, ng property divs. And right now, ang ganda ng rebound niya kanina. Uh, right? Nag-rebound siya. Well, this chart is not updated. But nevertheless, you can see yung rebound ng Green Energy. But it pulled back earlier. I believe to us, it was 1.16. But rebounded to at, at least 1.25, I believe. So healthy yung decent niya na pullback, right? So it's something that you can take advantage of, especially right now there are a lot of traders out there. The strategy nila at this kind of market environment is to buy names uh, that have broken out out of a bottoming pattern, diba? So Green Energy is one example of that, especially the volume niya, right? So yeah, so right now, if you want to hear more of our insights, you can uh, 
listen to our podcast uh, episodes, di ba? We, madami kami episodes na released or that, um, this month and so far, ito yung mga podcast na released namin. So, there was this global market outlook with Atram, ATR Asset Management, sir, di ba? Hindi lang local market outlook, global market outlook as well. And then we have several market bites from our analysts like Adele and Joanne, di ba? PLDT, JFC. There's only two of many that we released this month. So yeah, this is the part where I answer your questions, right? I'll give you guys like a couple of minutes perhaps to gather and ask questions, anything about the market and the like. So thank you. All right. So again, we have questions here. So any rough figure in the MPI tender offer from the grapevine? You know? So for, well, there's not, there's guys, there's no official price yet, no? But what, I'm not exactly hearing from the grapevine, but may mga articles out there na baka daw at least 5 pesos na that's why you saw yung share price ni MPA go beyond the initial 4.63 tender offer price and if it makes sense if 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 ano if if ever no at least 5 pesos but there's as of today there's still no confirmation that I hope I answered your figure uh, I hope I answered your question rather than baka at least 5 pesos it makes sense kasi that expect na for example kunyari 5 pesos yung tender offer price you don't expect the MPI to reach 5 pesos Kasi may mga ano pa yun, eh, cost, diba, to buy, etc. But if mag-exceed siya na 5 pesos, expect mo na yung tender offer, baka mag-exceed pa ng 5 pesos. But to, right now, um, if, if ititrade nyo siya, I don't think it's worth it anymore. But if you're holding MPI and want to really sell it, um, continue holding it. Perhaps may ma- mabigyan kayo ng hefty premium pa as compared to levels. So let's see. So no official, no official, <clears throat> no official, language yet no from the from the management okay so next question so what happened to philit is there a chance that it will go up for philit because we, we we keep on mentioning pagreets guys no na we like reads we have to consider two things is the, it, there there are a lot of things to consider but here are some of the key features that you have to consider is the size and the quality of the tenants in quality of the tenants, it's what separates the men from the boys. Okay? Yung, yung te- quality of tenants, the likes of MD, RCR, are more quality. Quality meaning kasi they're staying eh. Na yung yung, yung uh, occupancy rate nila is at least 95%. For feel rate, it's, there's no official, I, I, I'm not quite sure of the number, but it's significantly lower than that. And yun yung reflect ng market. Right? So the question there is, is chance it will go up? Yes, but I don't think... I suggest switching to the likes of Emmet RCR at this point para mabawi mo yung losses mo via share price appreciation and dividends. So, I hope I answered your question. Next question is, what your, what's your forecast on the next quarter for PSE Index? Well, we will release uh, a report on that uh, perhaps in the next couple of weeks. No? Usually, kasi end of review, for the August review, ano yan, eh, yung data niyan is from July of last year until June. So we have two days left no para at least major official in data natin. But we did like a back of the envelope uh, computation last month baka si Bloomberry no. Bloomberry. So let's see. So the question is um REITs are still good as of now? Yes, yes. But not all REITs ah. Not all REITs. So you have to pick again the ones that have size and or have quality tenants. So MREIT RCR. CREIT is also a good name no but at hopefully at uh, my own pullbacks in target price number is at 2.54 and it's a good question so we have presented multiple undervalued cheap names however they could stay cheap for a long time diba? 
like sec B, so should be not entirely relying fundamentals. What's your opinion regarding speculative stocks like now? Okay, it's a good question. That's why we have various uh, reports that cater to your taste. So, for example, if naiinip ka na sa mga stocks na undervalued, you could opt for stocks that you could trade, like Traders Playbook, na perhaps trending. Kasi yung Traders Playbook combines both fundamentals and technical. So, you could make use of that. If solely technicals, meron kaming scans technical events report. If solely fundamentals, we have company report. So, the question there is, it depends on your, ano, it depends on your, how you want to invest. Kasi, for example, sa US, if you solely rely on fundamentals in US, you can still outperform it. So it's just that the whole Philippine market is underperforming. So these styles of investing, fundamentals, technicals, or if you combine them together, it works depending on how you prefer it to work, no? how you prefer to, to screen your stocks. Um, it just so happens that underperforming lang yung, 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 um, yung Philippine market. So as to your next question, what's your opinion on Galing? For now, kasi, yeah, I think it rallied 7% today to close up 1.5. Um, perhaps may news yan sa coming days. Ganun naman siya. No? Um, but what I what I saw earlier is meron siyang foreign buying, so which is quite unique for a stock like now. So usually I entertain stocks na nag-rally pag may volume plus may net foreign buying. So perhaps you can position now. But ano lang trading, I wouldn't recommend it for long term. There are, there are a lot more names. There are more established and with value talaga na mas solid yung fundamentals. So, yeah. Next question is, why is the Ayala Group share price going down? How low, it, how low can it go? Well, there are specific transactions ng kasi going, play, going in, uh, occurring no, within the group na iba-iba naman. May mga property dividends occurring kay AC, ASEN, diba? kay Globe naman, more unrelated sa what's happening sa underperformance ng telco sector. Right, sa BPI, I believe nagbigay rin siya ng property dividends ng effective June 16, I believe. Diba? Si Ayala Land, um, perhaps yung underperformance of residential sector given the high interest rate. So it, it, it's different. No? Iba-ibang reason siya. But for, for nga, what we mentioned earlier, na, kunyari, yung, yung BPI, good to hold kasi nga, rates continue to remain high and the, the banks will benefit from that. For ASA naman, something you can trade Diba? at levels that we prefer like when it's once it breaks above 5.9 or 6 pesos so different strategy and uh, different reasons why it went down and different strategies and how you can go about it and of course you can take a look at our um, reports for that next question is I don't believe I saw backing stocks among your records well keep in mind that our yung stock picks namin yung top recommendations but does it mean wala na kaming iba yung buy calls so we also have other buy calls no, and the banks include them. It's just that for the banks kasi ang laki na ng inakyat eh, right? So we recommended them last year laki na ng inakyat. So it's something na you can continue to hold but not the, the question the question that our topics are trying to answer give you is what will make you outperform this year? Kaya, kaya may consumer rates there. Kasi yun yung pwede magbigay siya ng alpha in terms of returns. So the banks kasi it, it rallied na eh, right? So good to hold but if you want outperformance, you could opt for consumer leads. So that that's the that's the logic there. No? So next question is do you think the US economy is going to recession with the pause of Fed? It will be the impact of the Philippines. Well, right now it seems like well, assuming status quo in US economy, like walang black swan event, walang unique event that will occur. I think worst case scenario, soft, I mean soft landing talaga. Soft landing meaning either 
subtle deceleration of growth or technical recession. Technical recession meaning two straight quarters of negative growth. Diba? Technical recession in so Germany, technical recession. So that's the worst case scenario, assuming the current pace no, of US. The impact on the Philippines is, well, I think that's, that, that's already been uh, priced in already. But yung impact na sa Philippines regarding the rate hike cycle, eh, na sana mag-pause na US economy. Kasi if, if yung US rates, kasi if mag-increase pa yan, tapos mag-pause tayo, our currency will underperform. And that will in- negatively impact yung equities natin. So, yeah. So next question is, uh, with the pronouncement of no further increase in interest rates, <clears throat> do you think prices reach a bottom? So we think... Assuming the BSP does not raise rates anymore, we think rates have already bought. It's just a matter of when it will rally again. And the prospects of a cut by next year might push rates higher. So that's what we're looking at. And in terms of rates, your recommendation I mean, MREIT, RCRC rate. Right now, MREIT, RCR are more given the upside. So, yeah. And next question is regarding ICT. Given for ICT, kasi, well, for just for reference, it has outperformed in the previous years. Kasi ano siya eh, trade-related. So when the US economy or when the global economy was rebounding, kasi yung ibang parts of the world, diba, nag-rebound na after nung, kahit tayo nag-lockdown, lockdown pa rin. Uh, other parts of the country have reopened already. So CICT already benefited from that. Tapos yung nag-reopen naman further in China, Philippines benefit from CICT. That's why you could see the relative outperformance of ICTSI. But the thing is the thing is right now, it's relatively expensive to a point na a lot of previous ICT holders already are taking profits and are looking for better returns elsewhere. Kasi kumita na siya sa ICT and it's relatively expensive as compared to other names, especially index names and daming undervalued and daming trading below book there. So it's something na uh, for ICT, it's they're cautiously optimistic eh? that that's their forecast for this year in terms of global trade, especially they're seeing slowdown in Talaga. So for ICT, I would I would put it on my watchlist, but but I wouldn't prioritize buying ICT. So, but definitely a quality name. It's quality name, definitely. It's just that we 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 opt to buy it at better levels. Next is is the PSE start of bull run. Not yet. Not yet. We're still consolidating, so not much. Uh, not we're not in a bull run yet, but we're, that's what they're hoping for. Basta the start. Hopefully, basta mag-break muna tayo six eight, and then if we break above 7,000, now let's talk about the prospects of that. So, yeah. What's your opinion regarding the approval of short trading? Do you think we're ready for this? I think we need, we still need more education. Keep in mind that the, the stats that people always use na 1% pala yung nag-investor stock market. We have to bring those numbers up Tapos you have to educate more about the short trading because it could be uh, dangerous. Eh. Uh, daming nalulugi sa... Even the experts nga, di ba guys, sa US, natatalo dahil they short, the na- they short names na yung pala akyat pigla, na short squeeze sila. So for us, I think we have to go through this uh, gradually. And I think the PSEA, the PSEs, I, I agree with PSE, assuming na mag-start mo na sila with PSE names, PSEI names, para those names mo na, na with liquidity. Tapos pag lumaka na yung market eventually na tumakas na liquidity natin, yung pwede na siya expand to second year names, mid-cap names, etc. But number first things first is education. Yun muna. Next is, any insight on SEB? Well, I think si SEB has pulled back lately because diba, yung mga ina-address yung supply issues. 
which is true, which is also the cause of yung mga recent delays na flight. Sayang eh, kasi it, it, it's supposed to be taking advantage of yung recent travel, yung parang revenge travel boom eh, di ba? So, right now, not a top priority, but hopefully it could rebound further. Sayang habang yung oil prices is not so high. So, yung issues naman right now is supply, which is a global thing, global issue siya. Next question is regarding Mega Worlds. Can you discuss Mega regarding the pronouncement of Kevin Tan that he wants Meg to be part of PSA? Well, it's, it's definitely good to be part of PSA because you can you have access to more funds having that stock. Because many times na yung, yung fund manager tracks the PSEI. And if you have if Meg is part of PSA, more funds will have to have PSE Mega World. But I don't think na it will enter this August rebalancing. So I actually have a last question. Last question is any update or insight? on the West Philippine Sea where PXP will benefit. Well, it has been a news for so long. It has been a news for so long. And we're waiting for progress on that. Yung natin doon is payagan na talaga sila mag-explore mag, uh, mag doon and to progress with their you know, in whole process. Kasi doon kikita si PXP moving forward. But it's yung Philippine Chinese still at a standstill. So perhaps it could remain a prospect muna and not uh, remain just a possibility for now. So... For PXP, I would suggest trading nyo lang, but I wouldn't long-term invest on that now. Tapos, you'll sleep on it. Mahirap. Kasi it will, right now, news-driven pa siya eh, based uh, with the progress between Philippines and China. So, yeah. So, thank you, everyone. I'd just like to mention that this is my uh, last wrap-up, guys. No? Okay. So, moving forward, uh, we have a lot more uh, colleagues that will do the monthly wrap-up with you guys. No? I will be moving on to another uh, company. But thank you, everyone, for uh, supporting our events. And please continue to support them. Please continue to do so. So thank you very much. And this has been Roy Aguilar, Department Head for Retail Research of First Meta Securities. As always, in First Meta Securities, it's hashtag your future first. So thank you, everyone, and see you around. Thank you. Thanks for listening to First Metro Securities Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast. Don't forget to follow us to get first dibs on our new episodes. For more up-to-date market news and info, exclusive content, and the opportunity to connect with your fellow Filipino investors and traders, join facebook.com slash groups slash First Metro Sec and be part of the First Metro Sec family. First Metrosec is providing this podcast as a general market commentary. Reference to any specific security, product, or entity do not constitute as an offer or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments or to participate in any particular trading strategy. The statements, comments, views, or opinions expressed by the hosts are subject to change without notice and First Metrosec is under no obligation to update, amend, change, or correct any of the statements, comments, views, or opinions expressed. The statements, comments, views, and opinions expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the view of First Metrosec. First Metrosec disclaims any liability arising from reliance on or reference to any information obtained in this podcast. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia the hosts of the program or other programs of the network. 
Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.